Do you have any hope of glory at all? Well, this is the Rhyme and Reason Podcast, episode 173. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why you're here. Give your time and season to the one who rode your rhyme. Your rhyme and reason. Your rhyme and reason. Your rhyme. Hey there, Tony here. Welcome back to the Rhyme and Reason podcast. And I got a couple of things I have to get to right up front here to let you know a little something that's going on today. Having some technical difficulties, and I was in the middle of recording my the, uh, this episode of the Rhyme and Reason podcast and literally got halfway through with a lot of information and... Darned if the software didn't stop on me. And it wasn't actually the software. It wasn't actually my computer. It's my backup external hard drive. Well, it sort of is my computer, too. Uh, I've got a Mac computer, MacBook Pro, that is getting on its last legs. I tend to keep them for about seven years, it seems like. And so uh, that's pretty long for a computer. If Those of you who have to work on a computer or get to work on a computer all the time. You know what I'm talking about. That's a long time in a computer life. But uh, this has been a great computer, and I just think it's probably getting to the end of its uh, upgrades and um, being able to handle the speed and everything. So uh, that's my guess right now, technical guess, that it can't keep up with the external hard drive. So it just stopped on me. So um, it's also going to... Uh, make me change what I'm doing today because I don't want it to stop on me on the middle of this, in the middle of this. So I'm going to record a short episode, and I am going to include include some music. So I keep saying so. I got to quit that. I uh, want to get right to it and talk about glory, and that was what I was introducing the episode with. Oh yeah, I just remembered the other the other note that I wanted to let you know is. We don't have air conditioning here, usually um, for nine-tenths of the year. We don't need air conditioning in our old house. It's a hundred-year-old bungalow here at the in the shadow of Pikes Peak. And typically we don't need air conditioning, but we do get some days where it's hot. And today is one of those days. It's around 92 today, and it's hanging in there into the high 80s even this evening. So I've got a fan going to... Uh, keep a breeze stirring. So if you hear a little odd noise in the background, that's what it is. And if you didn't hear that, or might occasionally hear a car out there too, like that one right there. But if you're not hearing those things, pay no attention to that man behind the microphone or behind the curtain. I'll get right into it and talk about glory, okay? Let's get right into glory. When I was uh, 20, I was spending a year in a Kansas college and, you know, I was focusing on English composition and journalism, two subjects that are, you know, world-renowned for how much money you can make in those, right? <laughs> yeah, not. But I'll let you in on a little secret if you promise not to tell anyone else, okay? Promise? Okay, good. During that year and a, a few years after that, I had a, a sort of a hope of glory that I figured would come with being some kind of rock star, 
I know, I know. Shocker, right? What kind of young guy ever thinks of such things, of being a rock star? Well, I didn't know it at first, but music really would change the course of my life. And leaving college was um, something I did after one year, and it was the first good decision I made at that point, being 20. Even way back then, they were lacing all the studies with anti-God ideology, and my Christian background made me stubborn enough to resist the subtle indoctrination they were doing at the time. It's not so subtle anymore. But that's not what I'm going to talk about with you. I, uh, I want to tell you how it wasn't until a few years later in a whole bunch of job descriptions that I went through that I began to actually pursue a career in music. And, well, that's after it kind of pursued me first. See, my brother and I would sing songs around this pool where we lived in an apartment complex, and um, we built quite a loyal following. The next thing we knew, and I'm kind of giving you the condensed version of the story, we were auditioning at lots of local live music spots in Houston, Texas. That's where we lived at the time. And we'd work as carpenters during the day and sing pretty much wherever we could each evening and weekend. Eventually, we landed a regular gig. I'll put that in air quotes because gig's not a word I tend to use. But uh, we landed a regular gig as the featured Happy Hour Entertainment uh, Act. It was in a very popular local nightclub. And the cool thing, it was a regular music work, three hours every weeknight, Monday through Friday. And then we get to see who the late night bands were on the weekends. You know, those were the more established acts. But they were coming in on uh, after we were done on Friday evening, and they'd be there all weekend. So we got to know some of them, and they got to see us, and you know, it was pretty cool. They inter- introduced us to uh, other managers and and uh, things like that. And before long, other local spots would send their managers and reps to see us. So that was pretty cool because no more auditions. We just started getting the juicier gigs, and uh, I guess you could say we had made it. There's that air quotes again. We made it in the local scene. And so traveling the country was next, and we did a lot of that. Well, through several acts and band names and solo stints, I decided I'd continue to write songs, and sometimes I even contacted record companies, you know, letting them know I was available so they would know and and want to get in touch with me, you know, uh, tongue-in-cheek there. One day, um, after years in the music business, I just decided I, I no longer liked most of the typical venues I'd played so long. And I no longer wanted to, that so-called glory of a, a secular musical career. In fact, something else became much more important to me, and that something else was eternity. And uh, it seemed much closer to me than ever before, probably because it was and is. So I figured I'd better put more focus on, you know, what it was all about. The, the clubs had all become so cliche to me. Hey, that brings up something. Cliche. Uh, Check this out and I'll be right back. You want the answers to all 
conquer Let all the world know just where you stand You want to live in a fat-free environment And you want to make sure the ozone is intact And so you watch all those service commercials And it's just so easy to sit back and react Is it just Recorded 
21 years ago, 21 years ago in uh, a nice little recording studio in Lakewood, Colorado. And I went on my CD called Do Right. There's some other things on there. I'll share those in upcoming episodes. But I want to get back to the the story that I was talking about. Uh, After I um, decided not to play the clubs anymore, well, that's when a new hope of glory began to guide my words and music. And I want to say up front, the power of words and music, it still burns as bright as ever in my heart. I never have lost that. But now I know uh, how much more important it is to use whatever abilities I have with words and music to tell others about who gave them to me. And if the story I share about Jesus being the only way to eternal life is false, um, and i got to say I'm one of the biggest fools who ever lived, because not only have I perpetuated a lie, but I've also wasted hours, days, weeks, and even years writing and singing about that lie. But guess what? It's not a lie. It's not a lie. The mountains and mountains of evidence boldly point to there being a creator who created all this earthly and heavenly creation, and he is my hope of glory. Do you have that hope? I know a lot of you listeners of mine are Christians, and you do have that hope. But maybe, maybe you're listening in for the first time, checking this out, and, and you're not. You don't have that hope. Well, do you want it? Think of it this way. If there is a creator of all life, there is hope. And if not, there's only doom and gloom. But I know my creator's promises give me hope. And they started when he made me in the womb. So, right from the very beginning of my life, I had, as an option, hope of eternal life. I want you to have that. I want everyone to have that. Unfortunately, most people don't want that. But I'll keep working on you. I'll keep talking about it. And... uh, That's going to do it for this episode. I told you it was going to be fairly short of the Rhyme and Reason podcast. Thanks again so much for sharing the rhymes and reasons with your friends and family. And um, as I always say, we can stay connected and you can tell them how to connect with me uh, by joining the Rhyme and Reason Club. There's an easy form on my website. Click it, a name and an email, and boom, they're going to get free music and a free book for kids. And the kids have been loving this stuff. You can discover my ebooks on Amazon.com or Smashwords.com. You can subscribe to this podcast if you're not already subscribed. Why not make it easy on yourself? It comes right to your device. You don't have to go looking for it. You don't have to log in anywhere. It just comes right to you. You can do that through iTunes or Google Play and Acast. Uh, hopefully more to come. You can also uh, connect with me on LinkedIn, where I do business kinds of stuff, and circle me on Google+, follow me on Twitter, watch my videos on YouTube, some more coming, and find me on that little blue uh, social network known as Facebook, where they have a measly 2 billion people or something, I don't know. Anyway, I'm on all those places, and most of all, I'm on TonyFunderburk.com. I hope you'll come there and visit me. Yeah free music players, all kinds of 
free stuff. I mean, and, and tons of things that you can listen to and watch right there at TonyFunderburk.com. All right, enough about all that. Thank you so much. This is Tony, and until next time, may God bless you and keep you. There's a rhyme and reason for you.